Today is September 22nd. The Yankees just completed a three-game sweep of the Texas Rangers. They won the first game. They won the second game. They won the third game. Sevy made his return. Herman is back. Woo! Gary hit a homer, so let's talk about it. Let's talk all about it. Let's talk Yanks. Hello and welcome to Talking the Yanks, brought to you by DraftKings. My name is Jimmy. His name is Jake. We got BBD in the corner producing. Yankees just finished off a sweep of the Texas Rangers. They are back in the second wild card spot going into a big series against the Red Sox. We were at the stadium for game three, so we still got some stadium juices flowing mm. through us, some energy, and we're excited because the Yankees finally won on podcast day. Jake, mm. how are you? James, BBD, the chat, uh, Zach, our videographer extraordinaire, is in the room. He wants to give a shout-out to his cousin who's listening today. Uh, man. Miss your rest in peace. What a good time. I mean, I know we're a little biased. We were at the stadium we were with our guy Courage, the man. That was a lot of fun. Joe's McFly. Um, I got to meet Bernie. I don't think I can start talking about that now. B Rap was there. Uh, B Rap. Um, CC. Like tonight was a big night, and the Yankees. That was the most fun they've been in a while. I, I know going to a game's obviously different, but you know, for the sweep, the way they did it in the eighth inning, uh, especially with the. Kind of the the capital G for Gary. That was fun, man. You know, felt a lot of emotions I haven't felt in a little bit. And uh, I wanted this Boston series to matter. I think it does. And Yanks are coming in. Winners of three straight. Boston, I think they've won seven, seven straight. straight yeah. So uh, it's going to be a fun weekend in the Commonwealth. We have our first off day in 20 days. We just got through that stretch, Hell finally. Yeah. Um, and, man, you know, I'm uh, this final week is going to have a lot of emotions, which is kind of what I'm about. I'm trying to balance out my Yankee Stadium energy because it was a fun game. There's so much action in this game today. Play at the plate, two plays at the plate, uh, stolen bases, runners getting sto- thrown out, big home runs. It was fun. It was a lot of action. And... Trying to remind myself the Rangers are bad mm-hmm. and the Yankees still have nine really tough games ahead of them. Yes. Nine tough games ahead of them. So trying to balance that out. Obviously, I've been very down and out. Some things this series made me really wish they happened three weeks ago. I think we would have been firing on all they would have been firing on all cylinders if they had. King, Savvy just returned three weeks yeah. earlier when I think Savvy was supposed to. I think it would have made a world of difference. But a nostalgia bone got hit for me this whole thing with Savvy coming back, with Gary doing what he did today. Um, 
CeCe tweeting about Sevy, Tanaka tweeting about Sevy, mm. everyone, Sevy getting the belt. There's a lot of like good vibes. Yeah. I know they don't really have a lot of good vibes, but they did tonight. They were yelling, screaming. But yeah, I mean, close games against the Rangers still. Um, other teams that are playoff bound are just crushing these teams. So the Yankees are still playing them close. The energy's there. It is a lot of fun. In theory, they control their own destiny. They control their own wild card destiny because they're going to play Boston. They're going to play Toronto. Um, they'll finish up with a Rays team that that uh, hopefully won't be playing for anything. That being said, they'll still be able to line up their rotation, and they always pitch well. So that's that'll never be easy. But hey, you know, again, that pitching has been so good that you know when when Gary's shown in the signs of life that he's starting to show. Um, you know, Glaber, hey, I was tough on him. I still been had tough on him, but he has been hitting lately. So, you know, keep doing that, man. Uh yeah, I mean the team tonight that they beat is a team that season was far over. They're the second worst team in the AL. So they did what they had to do. They beat a bad team at home. It feels like we haven't been able to say that since like July. So yeah, I'm getting way ahead of myself here. I was trying to figure this out at the game with mm-hmm. you guys. Now I have schedules. Is that last series against Tampa? Are are we? I think we're going to see their best pitchers because they're going to be lining up their starter for game one on the seventh, which means six, five, four, three. Okay, so October second, we'll see whoever their number one in the playoffs is. So that second to last game, we're going to see their number one in the playoffs if they line it up that way. The last game of the season, Tampa might not do anything. Right. They might be like, we're not going to play anyone here. Like the Yankees, two years ago, they did a different pitcher every inning. Just yes. got through it. So that last game might be nice, the third. But Tampa uh, before that, Tampa's going to get their rotation ready. And those first two games against Tampa, and we're getting way ahead of ourselves here, but those, I'm getting ahead of myself. The first two games against Tampa, like, don't expect it to be like, well, Tampa's laying easy. Like, that's going to be get all our best relievers going and get all our best pitchers ready for the one and the two in the postseason. So those first two games against Tampa are going to be tough, I think. Mm. So you got to take care of Boston and Toronto. Like, like you said, the wild card is in their hands. Right. You can't. Let Tampa have a say in it because they are going to come prepared those two games. So you have to beat Toronto, Boston, and Toronto, which I, I that's not like a given. I, I mean, it's not anything. The Rays would love to put the nail in the coffin. Rays would love to ruin us. I don't know. They hate Toronto now. I'm sure they hate Toronto too, but they'd love have to. ending the Yankees' state season in front of you. They'd be happy to do it. Yankees let them in back in 2012 or whatever it is. Return the favor. Please. Handshake. Yeah. We'll we'll see. There's going to be a lot of emotion in Boston this weekend. And, uh, yeah, man, I I know, you know, we've been jumping ahead and thinking about where this Yankees season lands. Um, Hey, it's it's in their hands. They've, They've said a lot of times this year that, you know, we're waiting to go and all engines. Garrett Cole's got his war quote, which maybe we'll play at the end of this, but that was pretty weird. Um, so I don't know. Hey, if if they get it going now, if they take us on that another magic carpet ride like we talked about, I'll I'll ride it all the way, man. I'll ride it till we crash. So let's let's fucking do it. Whoops. Friday's gonna be the big test. It's a big game. Like if they lose Friday. 
They need to win that first game. What? They need to win that first game. Garrett's the first game? I don't know. I'm just saying they need to win it. I think so. I think they lose it. Which makes it doubly as double as true. Yeah. Okay. Woo! You want to burn the games? I think so. Yeah? I think so. Brought to you by DraftKings? Yes. Week two of football's in the books. It's time to review the tape. Get ready for week three? Yeah. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Definitely. And to kick it off, they're giving new customers $150 instantly when they bet $1 on any football game, and then you get $150, and you can turn that into more money by just betting the Yankees over when Jake and I go to the game. Mm. Honestly, though, I mean, we've been talking about Jake and I have actually been, whenever we're in New Jersey and remember to make bets, like making small wagers with the free credits that we got. Yeah, we're making and, money. And slowly Oops. having fun and, and not hurting ourselves because we gave them $1 and they gave us 150 to mess around with. And I still have that 150 left. So you can do that. More. Bam. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOHNBOY to receive $150 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game. That's promo code JOHNBOY this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or PA. Only new customers only. Minimum $5 deposit, $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook. Sounds like it says splash. Slash Sportsbook for details. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER in Indiana. 1-800-9-WITH-IT-JAKE. Do you mind burning game one for me? Would you please? Okay. Burn. Jakey Burn. Them Texas Rangers are coming in and playing three in the boogie down Bronx. But it sounds we got a couple rooskies on the mound. Edge Alexi versus Nestor Cortez Jr. on the mound for the pitching teams. Are you the one they call Sanchez? The Kraken Gary starts it off. It is one nothing Yanks. The judge gavels that with an RBI single of his own. It is two nothing. Give me three steps. Give me three steps. Stand and give me three steps on the board. Three nothing Yanks after his sack fly. And then a mini Glaber bomb. Oops. RBI single. It is four. Nothing, Yanks. They put it in cruise control, and then it gets scary. Charlie Culberson hits one off the pole. I seen it. One nothing. Or four to one. Kiner Falefa hyphens a double. He makes it fortitude with good mental fortitude. He's moved around the horn, too. And then Adolis Garcia drives him, and it's four to three after five. There'd only be zeros the rest of the the way the bullpen holds. Chad, Clay, Joelli, Chappie do it after Nestor. Yankees win game one, four, three, final. <laughs> That's cool. Wow. Kind of faded it. Kind of faded. Kind of faded that. Yeah, you kind of faded that, bro. I was. I like that. You kind of faded that out right at the end. A little bit, dude. Hey, faded. What'd you think about the game, man? They went full bullpen arsenal. They went. Um, they went Chad to Clay to Joelli to Raldis. The whole bullpen shoved. Nestor ends up giving three after cruising through the first four mm. and then like hitting a wall. 
And actually, he didn't cruise. He was getting in trouble a lot. He was getting out of jams. My bad. This this game was a little bit. It felt like um, I wasn't sold on it at all. Sure. Because it felt like their recipe for like losing games, like not good. Like they got to the starting pitcher, it felt like a blowout, and then the Rangers bullpen shut them down. Like the Rangers bullpen isn't something you rave about. No. Um, and then it got close, and then they had to use all their bullpen, and it was a one run game the whole time. And thank God, all the relievers got their holds and and saves. Uh, I was surprised they they used Chad for. Um, yeah, first one out of the bullpen. Which I'm fine with that, but I'm surprised they sent him back out there again. He yeah. got out of that, and I was like, get him his win. Like, get him feeling good, and they sent him back out there. He has a clean second inning, so he gets the 1.2. Holmes looked nasty, and mm. Joely gets his job. So, like, lineup-wise, decision-making-wise, no real complaints. Just wish that the offense would have tacked on a ton more. Yeah, Uh yeah, I mean, shout out to the bullpen. They're probably going to get a lot of love this series. Chad, you're right. I mean, the way he's pitching, 1.2 seems suspect. He throws seven pitches, so they throw him back out there, which normally with Chad we'd be happy with. So hopefully it can be a confidence booster for him. Um, and, man, uh, Clay Holmes goes out for a second inning work, and Joely bails him out after he almost gets babbipped, which, again, that's one of those – you know, why this win didn't feel exciting. A, it's felt like every baseball game this year. And then B, Joely Rodriguez in the top of the eighth is pitching to Nick Solak, who's a righty, and righties really hit Joely after an infield single. So, like, runners on first and second, it's it's not the spot you want to be in in a game that necessarily matters. But the Yankees hold. They win. Um, but, yeah, it just felt like every game this year. Yeah, it didn't feel different or anything new. Um, it was a good game. They won. Good game they won. Like, all right, wins a win's a win, a win, a win, a win, a win, a win. Good job, bullpen. Man, good job, bullpen. Let's move on to game two. You think wow, so? I'm so ready. I've been dying to hear game two for real. Burn it. The full Monty Jordan Montgomery tries to finish off his great 2021 campaign as the Texas Rangers hope to not be done in by dunning as Dane takes the bump for him. RBI ground out by Stanton. Kicks it off for the Yanks in the first, but in the third he does it a little better. Giancarlo! Let the rhythm take you over, Giancarlo! Solo shot. 2 nothing Yanks, but it's 2-1 after a Nick Solak. RBI ground out but H to the Rizzo, Urshela to the Skizzle, he scores. That's funny to say. Three, one, Yanks. Send him to the gallows. Hey, Joey. Oh, ooh, Joey. <laughs> it's four, one, Yanks. And then the judge, the big fellow with the big gavel. He hits a three-run tank job. It is seven, one, Yanks. And who's out of the bullpen but my king? Well, Luis Severino, my king, but also my king as they do 3.1 of shutout ball. Monty, 5.2, one Ernie himself. Yankees win a game, a nice win by the Yanks, 7-1 final. That was pretty badass at the end there. This felt 
good, man. Yeah. Because in this game, they got those tack-on runs, which saved the bullpen. Something they don't do. They haven't done. They're up three to one after five. They make it four to one after six. And then in the seventh, they get the three runs that allow Sevy to come in. I don't know if he would have come in if they were only up uh, one. They would have probably went yeah. to good arms. And then everyone's taxed. And having King and Sevy pick up three innings or, yeah, 3.1 innings is huge yeah. to save the pen. And then they get to use them next day. So. That's the formula we, I wish we would have been seeing all year. Um, so I'm happy. And the towers all hit home runs. Like, this is yeah. kind of – the games two and three here are kind of the, the baseball we wish we were seeing all year. Yeah, I mean, you can't have it every game, obviously, but you'd like to think this could have, have been we, a monthly thing. You know? This, <laughs> this could have been, yeah. <laughs> been bi-monthly. This could have been, been a lot of stuff. But, yeah, man, it was good to see, you know – to see a guy come back and he's still got his fastball, at least my king, Seve, um, sitting a little lower than you'd like to see. I mean, not a lot of people have had that honest conversation yet. Like, Seve was sitting 94-95, um, where, you know, go check out the baseball savant or old Seve. Like, he sat, I think his average fastball in 2018 was, like, 97. So, uh, that's something to track. Hey, Two innings clean. You know, there's a couple guys on the bases. He threw a couple nice sliders. He obviously, you know, he's literally and figuratively building up. So uh, he's going to be a very interesting storyline the, the next week and a half or so to see does anything tick up? Does he look clean? Is he getting better? Um, so interested to see what uh, to see what else Seve's got in the tank. Mike King looked gross. Uh, struck out the side. All looking, I think. Um so that was cool, and then... Dude, the Kinger's nasty. Dude, Judge, man. That's a big day. The Towers, yeah, it doesn't... That's a... Uh, wish a lot more games this year looked like this. I wish Maybe I they lived the rest in of the, the golden age. Living it up on the Broadway stage. What do you think the record... Oh, never mind. Maybe I'll save it. Maybe I will save it. Maybe I'll save what I will say. might save this. Nothing much to say about this game. Glad that the that three run the three run homer to get seventy in the game was the biggest difference maker. Yeah, you know. All right, now for the big one. Game number three. Burn, Jakey, burn. It's the invin it's the invincible Klubot on the mound for the Yanks as the Rangers try to hearn a victory with Taylor on the bump. Willie Jim Calhoun Huskies an RBI single. Just hold on, I'm coming home. Brock drives one in to make it two, make it three as Isaiah Kiner Falefa hyphens another RBI single. Three nothing Rangers. Bottom fine, Higashioka, the double stroker. Oh, been there. Score one for the judge as he goes on the wild pitch. That's the Yankees' best offense this year. And like a good night out, we are tied up at three. Bottom eight, it's about to get chilly for the Rangers. Glaber with the icy RBI double. Geodude gets his rocks off with an infield single. And then Gary gives the Yankees a high they haven't felt in a while as he hits one 420 to center. 
Yank's bullpen is like an automatic light center sensor in an empty building. Lights out, man. No hits, no runs. Kluber to the greasers. Wandy, Clay, Chad, Chappie. The boys get it done in the bullpen. And the Yankees sweep the series and win this game 7-3 final. Hell yeah. You're a click to the drums guy now. It's, I mean, I think everyone is more satisfied. That whole burn was about a bunch of dudes satisfying themselves, and I just I get off I on clicking to the drums. Part. I missed that part. Oh, that whole burn was about dudes doing self care. You're sick. I must have misheard it. Uh, I didn't get that. Okay. We were at the game. We were at this game. I mean, so one, they started Void at first. Uh, that's probably maybe a, I don't know if that's a conversation now or if that's an award. I'll let you answer it before we go into it. Void at first. No, I mean, I'm not going to do anything negative today. So no. Well, let's have the conversation now then. Probably it, it was costly. Yeah. Well, the first run, second run by the Rangers scored that way, and then he throws the ball at the runners back. Now, we haven't seen the TV angles on this, so mm-hmm. I mean, chat who watched at home, let us know. Uh what it looked like in person, the one where he goes to his right, it hits off his glove, and they scored the second run. That seemed like Rizzo would have got that easily from our vantage yeah. point. BBD, you were in different seats. Did that seem the same way to you? I think so. I'd, I'd like to get an extended look at the TV shots, but that's sort of how it looked to me. I mean, I guess here's – well, here's the issue. Um, you know, it goes off Voight's glove, and you're going to assume if Voight could get there that Rizzo can get there. That's just kind of a rule of thumb. Um, and then the other problem with it is that, you know, we talked about the other day, Rizzo hasn't been as lights out, I guess, as we've expected at first base, but when we were sitting there three, nothing in a game where Rizzo was on the bench and now we've got two misplays at first base, you know, like Rizzo, I mean, I, I bet this would get a lot of old men that care about things too much hot, but, you know, Rizzo's one of, like, the better defensive first baseman to ever play the game. Like, he's got a platinum glove. Like, I'm sure, you know, older guys, Keith Hernandez is a lot of guys that have, you know, probably some more hardware and stuff, so I'm not even doing that. But, like, if you made a top ten list, I bet Rizzo would be on there. And if, if we lost this game, like, a game you can't afford to lose, literally can't afford to lose games, like this at this point, and it's because, you know, Higgy came up big in some big spots, but, you know, Gary came up even bigger later, and then Rizzo and Voight at first base. It's just you're playing with fire a little bit, and it didn't burn them tonight, and they turned it back on, but, you know, held that ball that fell behind DJ. Like, I, you know. That was weird. I think Gio catches that if he's playing third base. I mean, Pal Joey, that yeah. What about that one? I want to see the TV of that one. It looked tough. Joe Joey Gallo is supposed to be a world class defender, and I, I guess you know I was drawing parallels in this game, and we'll get all the like mess stuff out of the way because we were watching it with uh, Jack Courage, uh, and uh, he said you know when it was three nothing, he was like, all right, first half's over, and we all laughed because you know you don't talk about baseball like that normally. He was right. Second half was awesome. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, Kluber didn't look sharp. Um, you know, nothing confident, too many throws over to first base. But also, 
when you put in the two the two Voight plays at first base, when you put in the pop-up at third, um, Joey Gallo not catching that ball, when on the other side, you know, the Yankees had two double plays they didn't turn in one inning. Kiner Falefa turned an awesome double play. Uh, their center fielder caught the Higgy bomb at the wall where Joey Gallo didn't catch his ball at the wall. So there was a while when that game was sitting at 3 nothing, where I'm like, okay, I've seen one team make... Three good defensive plays that stood out. I've seen one team make three bad defensive plays that stood out. And when you put that together, is the difference in the game right then. So, that's all the mess stuff. Everything that happened after that was pretty awesome. Yeah. I want to see those plays. The Gallo one, he just got twisted up. Like, it would have been a tough catch. But we've seen people make that catch before. He just, like, mm-hmm. turned the wrong and, way twice. And when, once a guy, like, has to turn around like that... It, it becomes like, well, if he catches that, that's impressive. But yeah, I don't, I don't know what like the route. Do you take a bad initial route towards it? Just not yeah. a good read. I, I don't felt know. like it would have been a nice catch. Um, but my dad, right after it happens, said, "Bad play." Mm. But that's he's yeah. And the more you think about it, dude, the fact that the bats came alive and the Rangers aren't great, you get away with a lot of that because we just named a lot of defensive plays that weren't great, and we didn't even name like the geo error. Um, or just hit his glove and was safe. And yeah, that that blended in compared to the other stuff. But you have that many against Toronto or the Red Sox coming up, and it's it's not it's it's going to hurt you a lot yeah. more than it did against the Rangers tonight. Rizzo does get subbed in as a defensive replacement. Wade pinch runs for Higgy, steals second, steals third. Mm. In the pit in the pitcher's head, swimming in his head. We snag a nice picture with him. He just comment on it that it's legendary. Yeah. Uh, he was actually pretty funny at third, just like falling down and dancing and going fucking nuts. Man, and I, uh, we normally talk about a, about winning in sports. You know, if the Yank, if the Yankees were a hundred and fifty three right now or whatever, um, you know, uh, we wouldn't care about any of their problems. Winning solves problems. Playing good baseball solves a lot of problems in the Bronx. My guy T Wade was getting a lot of love. From the stadium. The stadium was erupting for T-Wade stealing bases. Um, and then, yeah, we were over by third base. We were yucking with Nevin a little bit. And when Wader saw us, he got he got pretty hyped. He was ready to go. He did. He like, goes, ah, let's go. Something like that. Uh, or just like a big, he was happy. Um, someone in the chat says, the fan that got ejected. Mm. My premonition was that. An Italian-American thick boy would get ejected from the game. Oh, that kid was skinny. I think he was pretty jacked. He was skinny. He was like... He's not a thick boy. It was close enough. We don't accept it. Close him. enough. Guy got ejected running on the field. We they, like, beat him, him up a little. It was weird. That was weird. He fought hard. BBD, you would have liked this. <laughs> Guy standing next to us in between innings. Oh. There's a stranger. There's a stranger. We don't know who it was. A strange man walked up to the front row. Walked up to the cop who was just paroling that side and goes, next time a guy runs on the field, just shoot him. And the cop goes, what? And the guy goes, next time a guy runs on the field, just shoot him. And everyone was like, oh, please don't. <laughs> nah. <laughs> if we get a vote. <laughs> Just do the tackle thing. If we again. take a quick poll, I think everyone's gonna vote. Don't do that. Man, this is weird for the guy running on the field. Dude, they was really weird. They like, I don't know. They were wrestling on the ground for longer than people wrestle on the ground. So I think what it was, 
was a guy ran out. The security guard chasing him was faster, which you rarely see. Um, so they had an instant like stiff arm battle, and then I think I think the the runner on the field swung, and I think that opened up a lot. And then I think once you he didn't plan on swinging, and then once he swung once, then he was kind of in it. So they were scrapping. It kind of wasn't cool. Who knows what words were being said. I want to applaud Boone or whoever made the decision bringing Wandy in when they did. I think at earlier times in the year, they're like, let's let Kluber get through this and see if he can do yeah. it. But the lefty was coming up and, uh, and low. Kluber didn't look great, kind of all game. And they brought in Wandy, who was up and ready. So. I was saying, like, they, this has got to be his last batter, even if he gets him out. I think he did get him out. And then I was like, come on, Boone, do it, do it, do it. And he did it. And it's, it's, the, it's the easy move. It's the right move. But we've seen them not make that in the past. Well, and you talk about ripple effects. I mean, you know, if they can't use Severino last night and they've got to use Wandy for an inning, does that change their thinking today? Like, I think we know it does. So, yeah, I mean, there's winning ripple effects that we haven't been able to talk about. So it's, it's cool we can. Yeah. All right, let's get into the second half of the show where we give out some awards. And the award ceremonies today are brought to you by Magic Spoon Cereal. Cereal for adults. Guilt-free cereal. Guess what? I'm working from home tomorrow Mm -hmm. all day. It means I'm probably going to eat so much Magic Spoon for breakfast. Magic Spoon. Magic Spoon. Coffee. Do a little breakdown. Hit up the bathroom for a while. It's got zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, only four net grams of carbs in each serving, only 140 calories a serving. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb. Build your own box. Available flavors to build your own custom bundle. They got cocoa, fruity, frosted, Peanut butter, blueberry, cinnamon, cookies and cream, and maple waffles. Ooh, maple waffles. Maple go to, waffles. Go to magicspoon.com slash yanks to grab a custom bundle of cereal and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code yanks at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident their product is backed up with 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund you your money, no questions asked. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash yanks and use code yanks to save 5 Dollars, mm. Jake, mm-hmm. before we get into awards, because I don't think this will be covering the awards section of the show, I don't know if we've said on the podcast that you did turn the tides of the game here. Um, yeah. We went down below to get some food and snacks in between innings. The, Bur- score, the score was 3 nothing. score was 3 nothing. Bernie was down there. There's a video of Jake, nervous to meet Bernie. Thank, shout out to Joe's McFly who made it happen. Just kind of like grab Bernie when he was like done. They were like, they were like, you know, guarding him and bringing him out. And Joe's was like, wait, Bernie, I need a picture. So Bernie and Jake and Joe. I was not going to stop Bernie. I mean, I, you know, no. I, was, I was hoping doing what we're doing, we're going to catch up with him down the line. It seemed like he wanted to be on the move. Um, but, uh. Yeah, I mean, I I was debating giving Joe's Joe's an award. Joe's kind of like hooked Bernie. Yeah. He was like, "Hey, my friend would really like a picture with you." And Bernie said, "Okay." I think he was expecting a child. Yes, and he kind of got one. Yes, uh, so his child. Bernie took the picture. You know, he's taking a lot of pictures. Um, 
his whoever was with him is in the background a couple of pictures and doesn't look very happy that we're taking the picture. Uh, I don't know if she's one of Bernie's people. She was the one, like, escorting him through, like, trying to, like, stop pictures. Uh, Joe's McFly, his Twitter has a really good version of the picture. You can check that one out. And then right after that, Jake had made the decision he was going to have ice cream earlier in the game, but he wasn't ready for ice cream yet. We just got sliders. And then we saw Bernie, and Jake was giddy, and he goes, you know what? I'm going to get my ice cream now. Guess what happened after that, BBD? Yankees put up two runs immediately. Immediately. And it was like, dude, the fact that you changed your mind to get ice cream carried some water, you know? Yeah, I mean, I held some real weight. No, it was, uh, you know, thanks thanks to everyone. I did um, prick him, Bernie, a little bit. I have a little bit of a blood sample. Yeah. So we can do, finally we can run know, the test. Check out the uh, rumors. has got it up on the screen right now. Uh, a version of the picture, I think. I did the unedited version. Um, uh, that's the Walshaw one. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I did the unedited one. Yeah. Uh, well, BBD didn't edit that photo. I didn't touch that. Thanks to all the Talking Yanks people. I cropped at the lady. Yeah, um, she wasn't happy about it. I, would, I wasn't going to meet Bernie. Luckily, Joe's, you know, all of Joe's intentions, I thought, were for me, which I was like, wow, Joe's really rolling it out. And then Joe's did say afterwards, he's like, all right, I met two of the five. He's like, I met Mo, I met Bernie. So, wow, yeah, cool. Joe's is uh, getting his Thor's, you know, you watch all those movies. Um, big Thor's guy. Big Thor's gemstones, guys. I did see Thor. Ragnarok or whatever. Did you like it? No, Absolutely you hated not. it. And a lot of people in that world do like that. On, I walked out, yeah. I could not believe that yeah. people said it was funny. People yeah. said it was, like, funny for... Even if it wasn't part of the Marvel. Infinity Stones. Like they said, it was like funny. It was actually funny, not just funny for a Marvel movie. And I was like, are you guys serious? Yeah. It was the most campy, funny for a Marvel movie all out. Anyway, first award. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Yeah. Pride of the Yankees. Yeah. Yankees. BBD, who gets to go first? I forget. Because Jake's. It's, uh, it's you. Oh, okay. I'm closer to God. You tried to get close, and then your relationship kind of. Do you mean it in, like, closer to death and you're going to be? No. Oh. No. God is life. Life is God. Uh, Pride of the Yankees, dude. I hadn't thought about, I actually haven't thought about this at all. And I feel bad because usually. Seems like a miss. Seems like a little bit of a miss. It does. I have a cop-out answer. Sure. Um, And then I have uh, a double answer. Well. And I don't think you're going to like the double. Slow for two. Um. Hmm. I don't like my options here. I don't think you're gonna like any of my options here. This is good. This is good podcasting. A little bit. It's good. good it's pod- a lot of breathing and you saying that this isn't gonna be something I like. Well, here's my chance. Here's my things. I go cookie cutter. Yeah. I go double. Right. I go. I mean, if you can't process how rude a double leadoff pride is, <laughs> but dude, I mean that's. In- but they're related. I bet. I bet they're teammates. 
They can probably still don't be related. Try to, don't if try to red light me. I'm going Luis Severino. Okay. Doing a hard strings award. Okay. It was cool. I mean, I, I yeah. it was a little worrying his fastball and stuff, but I'm glad he got in there. But he looked a little thick to me, which I don't know. Yeah. I don't mind it. But I was like, ah, I thought Severino looking thick. Um, but seeing the response, seeing the dugout cheer for him. He's been out for a long time, dude. I hope that it sticks. It's a little upsetting that this happens every year where he just comes back for the last two weeks of the season. So, but um, it was it was just, it was a different emotion seeing him out there that we haven't really felt all year. Uh, and Seve's like a Yankee to me, obviously. Yeah. But you know how there's other Yankees that I always talk about. Like, I don't get any sentiment out of them when they're on the mound at all. Yeah. <laughs> Kaster commented on his body How he's like Well Severino's been in the gym He's thick um, And yeah man I mean I, I didn't really I didn't fully feel it So they were coming in And they start chanting Seve And I heard from Joe's Like his family section started it And then the whole stadium started doing it So that's cool um, You know Seve on the bump All the guys excited for him and then for me, it really hit when I saw the tweet that, you know, we talk, we often talk about how the Yankees don't do stuff. Uh, when I saw the tweet that, you know, Seve got the belt and he got emotional because when you get the belt, you got to speak in front of the guys. And, um, you know, sometimes we forget what, what really goes into it. You know, you, you in one sentence called yourself out because we were down on the Yanks and you're like, you know, I should, I should be all in on you know, Seve coming back, like, that's our dude, you know, that was, that was our one, that was our ace, that was the debate, <laughs> you know, early Twitter streets for talking Yanks, you know, it was Gary Sanchez, it was is Severino an ace, uh, I hate Brett Gardner, <laughs> like, all, you know, all the hits, Seve was in on that, and yeah, man, baseball's a sick sport where you can kind of go missing for a little while, so for him to be back, that was really cool, and uh, hey, uh, you know, you, you if you didn't like my words before on Seve, like, hey, maybe he dials it up a little bit. And if not, like, you know, 95 with a slide and a change, that still works. A lot of people in the world don't have that. So interested to see, because, uh, you know, we're probably going to see him for at least an inning or two in Boston. And, you know, that's, those are going to be big games. Yeah. Yeah. Tanaka getting in the mix, man. Tanaka and yeah. Seve's relationship was so fun. I just wish we had him two weeks ago. Such a difference to have King, Sevy, Herman in the bullpen. If we just had one of them. One out of three, ago. yeah. Yeah. Now we got all three. Yeah. So. But, yeah, Sevy Sevy made me give me a feeling that I hadn't had all season. Mm. Like, you know. Dude, I don't really have it with any starter. Nestor, I guess. Monty. Nestor and Monty. Cole. Nestor, more excitement. Monty, it's what you you like the ownership about baseball of he's been a Yankee and he'll be a Yankee for longer. And Cole is there a little. It's coming, but yeah. it's not. It's different when they're home His grown. expectations are also yeah. as high as anyone's can be. Yeah. By the end of our Cole times, like, yeah. But we'll get there. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so I'm going Severino. So I left you a lot of good options, man. Thank you. Um, I'm going to take a good option. I'm going to take the guy I thought you were going to take, and I think I know how you were going to 
tag team back again. It, but I'll I'll just give it to one. I'll give it to Gary Sanchez. Nope. Um, he has two homers. Two. Uh, yeah, he homered in the first game, and then he homered tonight. Uh, the ceiling home run. Uh, so hey, did he do bookends home runs on this series? Yeah, he started off the scoring, and then he uh <laughs> he finished it off. So that's kind of cool. Bookend homers for Gary. And uh, Jim, I, credit to us, we kind of talked the other day about how Gary hasn't, like, pegged someone in a while. Like, he, uh, you know, even when Gary was having his bad times, you know, every couple series we'd be like, wow, Gary unleashed the host today. He pegged someone, he picked someone off, he caught someone stealing. The Rangers were running all over Kluber and Higgy. Like, it looked, from our angle, it was kind of tough. It was like... If they want it, it's there. Uh, and then for Gary to come in and make a perfect throw, a perfect throw to get that base runner. That was huge, by the way. Um, man, you, uh, I'll quote James O'Brien. Can you quote me right now? Yankee fans in the stadium love rooting for Gary. Yeah, no, I... I- I said that right before he hit the home run to to Jack and you and Joe. I said, "Hey, if I I didn't even need a home run. I said if if Gary barrels one here, yeah. even a double off the wall, the stadium will go nuts. Because as much as and I get it, Gary's have a down year. Um, he makes some mental lapses at times that are very costly. It's been very frustrating. I'm, I'm not denying that at all. He's not the guy we thought he was going to be after 16 and 17. I still like him, but." And it's the same thing that Sweeney Murdy once said on Twitter that you always quote, like, everyone on Twitter hates Brett Gardner. But if you go to a stadium, everyone chants and cheers for Brett Gardner. Same thing. When Gary has a home run or a hard hit ball at the stadium, the place cheers different. Even different than Judge, I'm being honest. Because Mm. it's a little more like a nostalgia bonus, what Joe said, a little more like, finally... It's <laughs> it, it's it's a little more like catches you by surprise, but they really do. The place go, went crazy, and then he hit the home run, and the place goes absolutely crazy. It's a little bit like the like if you're a family and you have a couple kids, and kind of like if the black sheep has a big moment. Like Judge is kind of like the honor student captain of the football team that you expect him to yeah, do yeah. well. Like Gary's kind of the you know the child you love just as much, kind of into their own stuff, and then they. When they step up, you're like, yeah, dude. You're the fucking man. Uh, Gary's cool. Gary still, though, and like I said, I, I, I don't think they can go into next season and just say it's Gary's job. I, I don't. I, I'm not, I'm not going to defend him to those lengths again. He needs someone putting pressure on him. I think I love Higgy. I like him, but I think they. Need, I think they're going to probably bring in a veteran catcher or someone that can really push Gary. Like, hey, Gary, if you're not playing, this dude is like a, could be a starter on another team. Yeah. So you're going to straight up platoon because Higgy's not the guy that's going to force that or scare that. I'll say this: this is optimistic. To my end though is, but when Gary does do these things, right, it hits a a, a side of me that no other player can have. Give me personally those emotions. Well, that's you know we we did the the talking baseball episode on it. Gary Sanchez has the ability that man, like a big week and a half and a couple playoff games, he could he could actually turn down the invite for next year's catcher. 
Like he does have that ability, and boy, would it be cool to see. That was uh, I know we've been referencing Joe's a lot, Joe's McFly, our guy, but <laughs> that was me and Joe's were being pretty silly. But maybe his most poignant moment was like, man, if we got one more like Gary stretch, like how good that would feel. Whew. And then, dude, someone. So this is another thing that I've never said this on the podcast, which is weird to me because I do defend uh, personal catchers a lot because someone, I don't know if it's Kurt or, or someone said, well, if they do that, that guy just becomes, or they were like, but Gary, but Gary, but they, oh, this is that. They said, but Cole loves throwing to Higgy. And I just want to let everyone know, Garrett Cole has had a personal catcher every season of his career, no matter where he is. It has nothing to do with the starter or the backup or Higgy or Gary or Cervelli or Stewart or Maldonado or whoever the Astros catcher was. Cole just is a baby and wants a personal catcher so he can annoy the fuck out of him every five days in between starts. Like, when he was in Pittsburgh, Chris Stewart was his personal catcher and Cervelli was the starter. When he was in Houston, Maldonado was his personal... He's a personal catcher guy. It's not like he's like, I like Higgy. It yeah. could be me as the backup catcher, and Garrett Cole just says, I want my guy. It's yeah. always just been whoever the other dude is. It's just he's always forced teams to play the backup catcher when he pitches since 2015. I'm not saying I disagree because there's nothing to really disagree with yeah, there. Yeah, that's just a fact. Um, but I think the only thing you'd point out, I think in each scenario – the backup catcher there is the preferred. Like Stewart and Cervelli are both pretty good defensively. I mean, Cervelli back in those Pirates days, like he was, he was out there for his hitting. Um, where Chris Stewart made a major league career out of being like a defensive guy and stuff. So I, again, it's not not even a counter. It's just for we at Talking Yanks, we give you guys all the information. Do what you want with it. But yeah, Cole's been a personal catcher guy the whole the whole way. Yeah, it's weird. Start here. Yeah, um, I just it, I, I I hate that people use it to dig Gary, right? When yeah, whoever it's been the whole time. Be. If like Romine was a starting catcher and Higgy was the backup, he'd take Higgy. If Higgy was a starting catcher and Romine was the backup, he'd take Romine. He just takes the backup catcher and says, "That's my guy. He's yeah. the one that catches me." He's done that everywhere he goes. So, uh, good pride. Thank you. Throwing out the runner, man. Those I wish he threw out runners more because his reactions are always amazing. Great. The throw out, the throw home, both those reactions were awesome. Have a stretch, Gare, man. All right, next up. You Yankee motherfucker. Come on, Jake, on a sweep. You know I've tried to I tried to get this rule out. On a sweep, Jake? Trying to get rid of it, but Yeah, because you're soft. Yeah. A little bit. Again, Jimmy, you do go first. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I'm going DJ. Mm, that is my DJ. He only had one hit. In a series against the Rangers where everything was kind of clicking. Mm. He's kind of the one bat that didn't. You know, yeah. He went over three, two walks. One for three, one walk. Then over five today, so... That's a Band-Aid one. Just 
his season's really going to perplex us. It's it's not an it's not an act. The good news is, it's not actionable. DJ's locked up for five years. Yeah. He's a starter, uh, probably second or first next year is my guess, and he's going to play when he's healthy. Like it's it's nothing worth any of us wasting time on. Like what do you do about DJ? The nothing. Only, the he only plays. action is where in the order. Yeah, you'd put him. But. Yeah. But yeah, it's not actionable. So hopefully did, it's a blip. But did you see? You see the stat that came up on the scoreboard? I tweeted it. Mm-mm. That I was like, I was in shock that it was happening. And I and like you know that he like still has is like a top six, just like number of hard hit balls guy. Like he is, he the is sixth most in baseball, just balls hit, whatever the number was, hundred miles an hour. 95 miles an hour, just as far as hard contact. He just doesn't elevate anymore. It's very clear what it's part he needs to fix. Like, hey, launch angle guys. So I guess that's the, that's, that's the action then for, like, him. For right him now. personally. He's going to be but in the line. It took me by surprise that he's still hitting the ball hard enough that often. Yeah. I figured he also wasn't hitting the ball as hard as often. So that's my MFR. Mm-hmm. And now, Jake, you have to give yours. Really? Yeah. Dog. Give one out and make it real. No. Make it real, dude. I want to. You have to. <sighs> Everyone's waiting. I'll go Kluber. I mean, he didn't look good. Gave up hits. Yeah. Bad energy tonight. Yep. I don't know what they're going to do about him come playoff. They paid him for the playoffs, and he's definitely not, in my opinion, a guy I'd put out in a playoff start. <laughs> I hope we find out. Given how well everyone on the team's pitched. Yeah. Cole, Monty, Nestor. J-Mo, like J-Mo comes back. Right J-Mo comes back. You could do a, a bullpen day with Sevy, King, or Herman at this point. Like, you have. Yeah, I mean, if, if you ever, I guess. I mean, it's a real combo that we probably shouldn't have yet. I mean, I think they're going to put Nestor in the pen and just have them as their absolute playoff firemen if they made a series. And that day you just mentioned, a Severino, Herman, whatever day. They'd probably still start Kluber, and just you pull him at the first sign. If Kluber agrees that he could come out of the pen on other days, otherwise, like those but guys, they're the comfortable. I don't think he can. So that's why I Where think the he's other a waste of can. a spot. Well, you just you get those innings as the start, whether it's two innings or five innings. But if that means one of those three guys doesn't fit on the team. Yeah, and I, I don't think, you know, we haven't done a playoff roster crunch in a while, which well, we can't. Boogity, we can't. We cannot. We're not tonight, but yeah. I wouldn't start him right we'll now. We'll figure that out when we get there. Dude, he just, I know he's a robot. Yeah. But his pitches look so bad just out the hand. Like, same way I see Heaney's pitches, which. Oh, come on. Come on. His fastball, like. The cut fastball. It's a cut fastball. Yeah. I, they don't look sharp to me. They look soft. ZRA is up to 3.82 after tonight. I don't really care you about know? that. It's like, you know, there's three, te- three games. Right, but you can't compare him to Haney. I'm just saying his stuff. He's the worst pitcher for the Yankees in the past. I said his stuff. I'm not comparing his results to Haney. I'm saying the way his pitch. you're comparing him to Haney. 
Well, I'm, but it's a specific thing. The way his pitches look at his hand aren't competitive. That's not true. I mean, that's... That's a, too far. That's I, way too far. That's how I see his pitches. Okay. Back, the, like, the, the Texas, the no-hitter, like, those three starts, they looked crisp. Since he's come back, I haven't seen, like, a crisp Kluber. I mean, we were in the crowd tonight, so we didn't, yeah, didn't see Yeah, I, I didn't see the pitches. And, again, the no, defense behind him was pretty shit. So, I want to see if those were hard hit or not. Beauty, what do you think? He wasn't good tonight, but... I don't, th- I don't think you... I mean, I was also at the stadium, so I didn't see it on TV. Kind that of inning where so he got three to the outfield? No, I was genuinely worrying. Like, one looked pretty soft, and then I was just wondering, like, hard hit metrics. Like, what do they say those are? Because yeah. I don't know how they do it. I was, People in the chat are, are saying that the quality of contact... Expected batting average stuff was 180 against him. So today. they weren't. Okay. So it says weren't. it says he only gave up three hard hit balls. So then yeah. it's probably the one to right it's field. Not, it's not a great partnership with this team. But this infield specifically. Yeah. He's also, they stopped doing the two strike, two out horn because they were mm-hmm. doing it for him. And then ever the stadium would get up and clap. And then he never threw a strike the next pitch, so they stopped it for Kluber, and they brought it back when the relievers came. Which they read the funny. room a little bit. Yeah, yeah. They were like, all right. The horn kind of sucks. I'm not in on it. Not in on it? No. No, well, I don't know why. Because one of the biggest compliments Yankee Stadium always gets is they know when to cheer. Right. And that's very much the PA telling the fans, it's two strikes and two outs. You guys should cheer. That's the thing, yeah. Which is what they do. Anyways. If, you, if they, they want to break that out once a game... Like they're what they they can choose their one big moment for it. I still would think it's kind of lame, but they do it every time. It's not fun. It's it's like a fun to joke around with, but like yeah, it's kind of a, a stupid. Shouldn't need to tell the audience that the crowd. That. Weird. They changed all the scoreboard, like all the highlights, some yeah. new segments in between innings today. It was like a whole different thing. They did like a Yankees game starting in five, four. Yeah. And like dispose depositing Yankee fans in five, four. So it was weird. But they're changing it up. So bringing new energy. All right. Time for regular old awards. Regular old awards brought to you by Roman. You don't want to have regular old sex and have good sex. You got to be Roman ready and have the confidence. So just do it. Confidence is very important. I got an award coming up. Maybe I'll call it the Roman Ready Award. No idea. Maybe I won't. Teaser. With Roman, you get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A U.S. licensed healthcare professional work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, it ships to you free with two-day shipping. Just have the talk. See if you need help. Then get it. And if you do, you get $15 off your first month at GetRoman.com slash Yanks. You got to go slash Yanks. Get $15 off your first month if you're prescribed. Straightforward way to take care of your ED. GetRoman.com slash Yanks. You are a big advocate for this? Roman, my thing would be, if you have any questions about if your downstairs is going to function properly or not, I would be Roman ready because that means 
instead of having a bad time, a bad story to tell, story you really don't like, you might have a good time. Could find love. Get Roman. What uh? What's going on, Timbo? I'm gonna work my water. Looking for water. Filled up a whole cup of water for the show. Not missing. I knew I was gonna be thirsty. I had no idea where I put it. Missing water. Damn. I really wanted some. Sorry. Regular on the My regular old award. Yeesh. Is. I'll save it. I'll do a different one. Huge. I don't want you to be mad at me. That's big. I don't want you to be mad at me. That's big, no? no? So you got a double coming. So well, it's a, a triple. triple. It's a triple. Yeah. Yeah. You got to read the room on that. Yeah, he would do a double first. He wouldn't do a triple yes. first. That's yeah, a triple's crazy. The triple's his best. Triple's his best. Yeah. Oh, uh, that deal just went official. official now. It's good. I'm gonna give the Are You Roman Ready Award. Mm-hmm. Any guesses? Are you Roman Ready? So you're about to say what Yankee you think their penis doesn't work, and I would just tweet it out. You know, if you're listening right now, John Boy says blank's penis doesn't work. I don't know if that's what I was trying to say. Oh, then I'm a little lost, and mm. I'd love more info from you. I think it was more like, yeah, is it working? Are you Roman ready? Oh, it's one of those. Then you're going Glaber. Glaber, man. Really? Offensively. Yeah. He's slugging still isn't really there. Yeah. But in his last now 13 games... He has a hit in 12 of them. His batting average is like 320. His on base is 390-something. His OPS is like 820-something in his last 13 games. Two weeks, Glaber's been good with the bat. Again, slugging isn't really there. Two doubles, one homer. We've gotten to a point where whatever. Kleber is really good hitter in the postseason, which really confuses me. Mm. For a dude who seems so heady and in his own way mentally a lot. The fact that like all of a sudden he comes to in the clutch. I mean, this is a dude who in 88 postseason at a plate appearance has a 342 batting average and a 432 on base percentage. Like, I mean. If if the Yankees make it to a series and Glaber ha- goes off, we're talking about Glaber's postseason numbers right. like big time. If he does this one more, he's three years now where he's been good, um, or two, but they're so good they like they carry weight. So like, are you prepping? Is like this the energy you want? Right. Like I don't what. what what do you feed off and what don't you? I'm so confused. Like, I'd like to sit on his one-on-one with the Roman therapist, and they'd be mm. like, what gets you off right now mm. and what turns you off? Because it's kind of the opposite of what I'm guessing. I don't know if that's what the Roman therapist does. What makes you What makes you hard? What turns you on? I did it. That was their first question. <laughs> I just looked around the room started naming things. I don't think it's that. I don't know. 
I'll call. I said, what? I'll call after this. What gets you off? I said, personal questions. What <laughs> gets you off, man? <laughs> yeah. Hey, thanks for calling. Who gets you off? <laughs> but honestly, Glaber's hitting good. Like, the, I don't know. The from, defense still sucks because not Glaber's, but we saw DJ miss a pop-up behind him. We saw Gio uh, miss a play at, at short. We saw double play not get turned. So it's like, uh, and then Voight was out there today. So today's defensive lineup was like, you can't do that. Yeah, and that's where, you know, I I told the people on here, you know, and I, I try to I try to stay around the middle. I try to stay logical. Baseball stuff works itself out over 162. Um, and I was saying, like, you know, right now we kind of don't have room for Glaber, and that's, hey, keep hitting, kid. I They're probably going to keep penciling you in there. He made one solid play at second base. I don't think it was special, but it was nice to get out of an inning. Um, but yeah, man, like, does Glaib, do we even need a game-winning hit if Gio was at third and catches the pop-up to third? Um, you know, if if someone else was at shortstop and they turn one of those double plays, like, you know, I, I hope. Glaber goes off, and I I responded to my own tweet at the time, and like, it's not that I don't disbelieve in Glaber Torres. I just I very much believe in baseball, and years and seasons can get away from you. They can also be saved. So, hey, there's a huge series in Fenway this weekend, kid. Have a weekend, and hopefully that weekend can lead into a postseason, and have a postseason. And you know what? People forget. Like we'll do our PPP next year. And instead of ending every sentence with, like, not sure what's next, we'll say, well, he turned it on for the postseason. He looked like Glaber, so run him every day at second base. But, um, hey, enjoy today. They dumped him? Rugi dumped him. Rugi dumped water on him as he walked past him. Yeah. ATO. They call me Mr. Mo Wet, Mr. Mo Wet. Mm. Good job, Glaber, on the award. Mm. Which was more of a question. Yeah. Who's your what? What is your first award? I'll guess who it's going to, and if I get it right, you'll let me know. If I get it wrong, you'll correct me and say it's actually this guy. Okay. Only episode number six fifty nine, man. God, you think I know? You that. think you'd figure it out? Uh, I'm giving out the Richard Carn Award. Who? Richard Carn. Richard Karn. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, Al? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of my favorite celebrities. Um. <laughs> Everyone Google Richard Karn. Because you don't know Richard Karn, but then you Google him and you know Richard Karn. You know Richard Karn well. Um. Let me try and think who you're thinking of here, Richard Karn. I I think you're... You got it. I think there's an, a layup guess unless you're trying to get more creative on me. My gut instinct says Gardner, obviously. No. Kind of a man's man. And then I think you're going Rizzo because he's got the tools. Mm, Steady no. Eddie. Might not be cracking jokes, but he's going to hold down the show. 
So Richard Karn plays Al Borland from Home Improvement. This is something that will probably be funny for no one, so I'll try to get it out quick. Uh, me and one of our buddies, Ken, from college, were watching one of those, like, I love the 90s shows, and he was on it. And he gave us speech that he was like, yeah, you know, I'd, I could never take the Final Destination gigs because everyone thought of me as Al Borland. And we were like, I don't think you got offered those gigs, dude. I think that was the bigger problem. Anyways, <laughs> I'll laugh at that forever. Al Borland was a key cog on Home Improvement and Jim. I mentioned it last episode, and I think he's one of the guys that was probably going to be part of your three-part award. Uh, Michael King. No. The improvements so wrong. that he continues to make. This last outing, it was the heater, man. You know, I... I wanted to be tongue-in-cheek about it, but, you know, everyone's obviously in Seve La La Land, and I get it. I am, too. You know, two relievers came in that game. One of them was pumping 97 with a nasty fastball that got guys looking. It was Mike King. <laughs> um, Mike King has looked like El Grosso. That little, he's throwing the clue ball. The fastball looks nice. You know, everyone's tweeting out the numbers about him as a reliever. Um He's looked really good, and yeah, Jim, I, I know what you're saying about the two weeks thing, and I guess I just keep telling myself, like, well, didn't happen. Hopefully, Herman King, Sevy can give some nice two to three innings outings in the next week and a half. The Yankees can muddle their way into the playoffs, and the bullpen is feeling good when they get there, or better than other teams' bullpens. You know, I, I gave the Rays some credit. They've recently got Pete Fairbanks back. Um, they got Anderson, the other guy. I was giving the Blue Jays the credit. They got Merriweather back. They made some trades for guys. If these guys can breathe some life into the Yankees' bullpen, and that be can become a team strength again, because when these Yankees are at their best, the back of that bullpen with Chad, Chappie, Johnny, if he comes back, you know, and what the other guys have turned into, Wandy, Clay Holmes, like that Yankees bullpen, if this team can somehow get into the one-game playoff, into a five-game set, when it's right, it should go toe-to-toe with everyone. So, And Mike King, man, just gets better. He is good. I like him. I like him. Dude, check this out. Karn and his wife, yeah. Tootie. What was that? His wife, Tootie, okay. moved to L.A., and after receiving a traffic ticket, he attended traffic school, and uh, he sat besides an agent the whole time mm. who was casting for home improvement at the time. And Al Borland was already cast, and it was um, it was this dude, Steven Toblowski. Oh, wow. Everyone knows who that is as well, yeah. but you don't know his name. Kind of talks funny. And uh, he's a lot more pathetic than Al. Oh yeah, he fell out. That would he had, too he had much. he had scheduling conflicts, and then Karn got it. I mean Richard Karn, and I don't want to just traffic school buddies. I don't want to be rude. Uh, I think it's like a Toby from the Office situation. Like, well, Toby was a writer, so at least he like had a bigger gig. Than but him. everything I've heard is that Toby in real life is Toby Flenderson. Oh, yeah, I mean, you've seen Richard Karn host game shows. Yeah, same dude. Richard Karn. He's Al. Mm-hmm. Al Borland. Yeah, good for him. Home Improvement, Jake and I tried to watch it uh-huh. uh, on the RV, and it was awful. And I loved watching it as a kid. 
Remember that? We tried to watch it yeah. on the RV one night, like thinking it would be, get some laughs. I'm still like, holding out that was just a bad episode. Bad episode? I'm still holding out just a little bit. I know it's not great, but it had to be better than what we watched. It was like bizarrely like, these is nothing. These is nothing. It seemed okay. like an anti-comedy. I'm giving out the ch award. Ch. 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 How do you think I should spell that? Mm, exactly how it sounds. Ch. It's with a C-H because it, it's going to Chad, but I don't know if it's going to anyone else. Might be going to us a couple other guys, too. Are you going like Chad Clay? I thought it might be Chad Clay King, but Wandy? Dude, he had it. Chapman. Yeah. C H. Chapman, Chad. Schley. Clay Holmes. C H. C Holmes. C Holmes. Cholmes. Cholmes. <laughs> I thought about giving Chad, it. Chad, Cholmes, and Chapman. I thought about giving it to Chad and. Holmes. Chad, Cholmes, and Chapman. So you're giving your second award to three people. Yeah. But, dude, when I do it, it makes sense. So you it. were close to giving out two prides and four players in your awards. Hmm? If you could have. Oh, no, they wanted away. to give these three guys the pride. Oh, okay. And I didn't. That was your triple you pride. Want, yes. Didn't you have a double pride too? I was. It was actually triple pride. I was just kind of easing you up. I didn't do it, man. I didn't do it. But those three guys go together. They're, they all had great times out there. They all had great times out there. They combined for one, two, three point two, plus 6.2 innings of zero earned runs and two hits. From from the chess. And they're like the recipe now. If Laza comes back and he adds to the chess, then we got a crazy end of the back end of the bullpen. Because Chad looked better. Chapman looks good. But Holmes looks the best, dude. They see each other and they just... They walk past each other in the showers. Those three guys. Holmes has tried to like talk to both. Yeah. What's up, guys? Like, uh, what are you doing? And like, they're like, well, both of us don't talk. Chad man. and Chapman have exchanged a smile about the fact that Clay tries to talk to them. I might ask a source, like, does Chad does, do Chad and Chapman talk? They've been in the same bullpen for. They have one running joke that they just every time they talk about. That's what it is. Oh. Cleat stuck in. Did your cleat get stuck again, Chad? Dude, we wrote Chad some. Says, no, we, man. We wrote, dude, BBD, yeah. we wrote amazing yeah. fan fiction for Wandy Peralta. Yeah. Joe's was crucial in the the writing of it, but we wrote like an am, amazing fan fiction for Wandy Peralta. I don't know if it's fiction. Wandy in the offseason. Yeah. Is a partier, but you're scared of him all the time. Like when he's in a good mood. Because of what you're about to hear. He was in a good mood and drinking. Like you're like, yeah, but it could turn. And when it turns, obviously it turns. And uh, Wandy definitely gets a little too drunk some nights in the offseason. 
and then just challenges all the high schoolers and the little kids in, uh, in like, back alley at bats with rocks and sticks. Like, it's kind of like if you're walking down the road and, you know, Wandy's had a, had a couple, you know, and you're 12 to 17, he gives you, like, a... He, st- like, throws you a stick. Go s- stand in. Yeah. I stand in. Stand in. Yeah. And then Wandy's throwing bottle caps 90 mile per hour yeah. past the kids. Yeah. They don't like it. Yeah. They don't like it at all. And then, and then, like when Adelise came, he's up, buzzing kids up and in. Yeah, obviously he's hitting them. When uh, when uh, Adelise Garcia came in, we were a little worried that he was gonna homer and be like, "How's that kid you struck out in the alley?" Yeah. And Wandy was gonna say, "What? Which one I struck out like a hundred of you guys?" So I did strike you out. Wandy's crazy, basically. I mean, like, don't don't mess around with Wandy. I like Wandy. Don't put bouillon cubes in his shower head. Big yeah. time. Wandy is uh he's a lot at parties. At certain times. Oh yeah. Yeah. And he's running the grill. And he's like, it's like a real like you wish anyone else was just I wish anyone else was in charge of the food right now. Because mm. he's like constantly making you wait. Not ready yet. And then when it is ready, it's like you better run up and get it right away. Because then he's gonna shut it down for the day. Closed. And he sits on his bucket and he finishes his beer. Mm. Yeah, so that's the Cha award. It goes to Chad Cholmes and Chapman. They're locking down the bullpen. Mm. Yeah. Cha. 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 I guess I shouldn't say this. But at times it gets so clear. Cha. I'm going to give out a friend of ours award. A friend of ours award. Goes to Tyler Wade. No. That's family. Oh. Um, you know, talk about it in Donnie Brasco a little bit. Um, you know, they talk about a difference if you're a friend of mine or a friend of ours. You know? Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, friend of mine, that means you're connected to a guy. Friend of ours means, you know, he's kind of in. He's with you. In your circle. He's in. My guy, Joey Gallo. Man, he's a friend of ours. Uh, You know, coming into tonight, his last seven starts, he's got six home runs. He's got a 1.443 OPS. I was giving Stanton love last episode for how much he's been homering. Gallo's been outdoing him. Hey, he didn't catch the ball today. He's been catching other balls. He had the bloop double today. He was running hard when Joey Gallo runs. It's like watching a watching a, a powerful horse run. Uh, Joey Gallo, man. I think he got lost in the mix for a little bit. We gave him kind of a big NYC treatment. We kind of gave him a big time like, well, yeah, you played on the Texas Rangers and now you're in New York. So if you're not mm-hmm. playing as well, like we get it. Like we've seen this. Joey's been doing it, um, 
And, you know, I, I had a moment tonight where I think Joe's said he's, he's 27 years old. He's in his prime. This dude's been an MLB, like, star for a while. He was the best player on the other team we played tonight for a couple years. Now they're all short. Now they're all short. Joey Gallo had a 3-0 count tonight and swung. Didn't like that. After Stanton uh, swung on a 3-0 count tonight and grounded out. Um, and for me, like, I didn't like it. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> like it. Joey, <laughs> come on. But at the same time, I love going into the athlete's head. And Joey Gallo, he's a two-time All-Star, man, at 27. Like, this guy's a stud. Um, he's got a hot streak going right now. I hope he keeps it going. And, uh, man, like, he's uh, he's in. You know, he's in for next year. Like, he's a part of this. It's not... Bonus piece, bottom of the lineup, Joey Gallo. I don't know about New York. He's hot. He's doing it. He's a stud. Joey I don't know Jim. if he's a friend of ours yet. He's a friend of ours. Hey, he's pal Joey. He's a friend of ours. He's a friend of theirs. He's a friend of ours. He's close. We'll see. He's a friend of ours. It's been good. Been really good. The more I think about this game, which was exciting, the more we're talking about, like, so many little things where when you play Toronto, Red Sox, Tampa, like, you can't have any of those. those You can't have any of these little things, and there's so many today in a nice win. Damn it. But, but, uh, yeah. Against the good teams, you get, like, one. Yeah. I was hot. First half of the game, I was hot. You were hot. Good second half. Dude, Kiner Falefa's making plays at short, and, you know, they track down that ball in center. Like, yeah. So before we end this show, because it's like 2 1 a.m., I'm mm. going to drive home, going to get home at 2 30. Um, what do you want to see Friday? Interesting. You want to see the towers with Void at DH? Labor at second, Geo at. Man, with Judge double DHing, which we had to mention if the people didn't know. You'd like to think they're building Judge up to play this weekend in center field. Or he's, or he's nursing something, and this gives him three days uh, out of the field. Combined. Yeah, that is the other option. Man, they've been playing Guardy a lot. Like, I'm not going to put my hopes up. I, it's out there what I want. Like, Luke Voigt should be in there. Um, You know, I think game one they're throwing Pavetta or the other guy that reminds game me of Pavetta. Evaldi. Evaldi's game Pavetta. one. Is game two on Saturday, Nestor Pavetta. So, I mean, game one, man, Cole Evaldi. Evaldi's been pitching really well. Like, man, this series is going to get kicked off in a big way. You're not going to have Gary because it's Higgy and Cole, so I kind of need Voight. Yeah, you got to go to Towers then. And you put Stanton in left? Have they done that yet? Have we been at Fenway with Gallo? Um, I think so. I don't know. So that gets interesting. They Evol- play, They played Stanton in left at Camden. Evol- yeah, I think they play him in left there. Evaldi leads the league in game starts. So, yeah, Giant man. right field. You can – if. hey, Joey Gallo covers ground. Judge has been good in center. So, yeah, put Stanton in left. D.H. Voigt, have Rizzo at first. You're going to go DJ at third, Glaber at second, Gio at short. And because you don't have Gary – like, yeah, I'd really love 
to have the go lineup. And we've seen them turn it on. We've seen them do their go lineup when it matters the past three seasons when we've been begging for it all year. Seems like the time. Yeah, I agree. I mean, they like Guardy. Guardy's been hitting. I'm not going to be shocked if it's Guardy, though. Yeah. Uh, you'd like, you'd like if Gary being out after hitting two home runs and his two, his two, and whatever he just did. Sucks, man. Or, hey. I don't know. I was going to say you DH Gary, but no. Then you're just overthinking things. Stan can play left field. Fenway Park. Well, I mean, I think Stan will play left there. I don't think that's a problem. I just think it's if you want Gardner in. Just they like his bat right now. And his at-bats. And use him as a defensive sub. Pinch run him and sub him. Like, you can do that. After Stan's third at-bat and you have the lead... Need a big lead to do that, though. Or if Judge is nursing something, yeah, you can get him out. Either yeah. one, whichever. That'd be a very different combo. Yeah. Um, shout out to Higgy. Got yeah. hit that one deep, and then uh, got caught, and then comes through the next at bat and drives in two runs. So, good job by Higgy. I'm trying to see if they've played at Fenway. I don't think they have with Gallo or with. When's the last time they played at Fenway? Uh, August 17th. Double header than the 18th. They won all games. Yeah, that was when they, that was when they swept them. That was home. Oh, uh, it was versus Boston, yeah. Yeah, that was home. So at Boston was the they they lost three out of four. So that was the miserable series. Yeah, right after the All Star break, Brantley started. Brantley started as catcher. Allen started in right field. Florial started in center field. Wade started at third base. Odor started at second base. Gittin started at first base both games. Lamar and Allen started in left field and right field. Florial and Brantley and Git. Holy smokes! That's mm. baseball is crazy. Seven twenty four at Boston. DJ Gardner two hole. Stanton three. Odor four. Mm. Glaber five. Allen six. Gittin seven. Florial eight. Brantley nine. That's the only game they won. Mm. There's some, I think there were some six-hole Brantley games that series. Well, lineup's better than that, kind of. They still don't hit, but the names are better. Yeah. Damn. Some, like, bizarre lineups at the end of the season, we go, like, hey, what are the top five most bizarre lineups? I'm going to nominate that one. I unfortunately think there's some ones that dub that pretty hard, but. That one's pretty good. Was Gittins in that lineup? Yep. Yeah. That had Gittins, Remember the Mike Allen, Ford Brantley. Times. That had Gittins, Allen, Brantley, Lamar. All the Br- Brantley dude, ones Brantley's going to be up. a good one. Love Brantley. Talking Yanks fan. Yeah, Brantley was awesome. 
Yeah, you got ones with like Bruce. Mm. But the team was like otherwise healthy then, so it was kind I of. I think Lo Castro ones might be odd. Mm. Uh He's Bell Joey. No, I think I, I think I might have found the most bizarre one. Cool. All right, guys. Well, that's the show. I uh what happened was through the course of talking about everything that happened, mm. the stadium hype wore off a little. Sure. Um and I'm very worried about this first game because Evaldi pitches well. And if we get a combination of not beating Evaldi and them beating Cole down in the dumps time mm. for me personally. Yeah, I mean, I uh, I don't know. Like, if they lost first and win the second, too, that'd be, I'd be fine with that. But, yeah, it's, uh, it's going to set the tone of the series. It's been their each team's two best pitchers. But we're not seeing sale this series. Oh, Trey and Berge with a couple, couple good lineups. All right, go Yanks! I'm gonna root for him. Oh yeah, root for him. Hard. Yeah, go Yanks! Tell him, Grams. Go Yankees. <laughs> <laughs>